Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. This episode is brought to you by Folgers Coffee. You're not just any coffee drinker. You're a Folgers Coffee drinker. Because for over 170 years, Folgers has been serving up expertly crafted brews that are bold, never bougie. And now there's over 20 varieties to choose from. Damn good coffee roasted in New Orleans. Damn right, it's Folgers. Visit FolgersCoffee.com coffee to shop now. Talk about churning and burning. Honey, where were you last night? This is like, okay, everyone watches us on YouTube as well, but this might be the worst for wear I have ever seen Miss Yantif ever in my life. Like you, you seem like you're struggling this morning. Girl, I'm hungover. Have you ever done a show hungover? I am really yes, hungover. It's awful. It's awful. Well, first of all, to the person who listens to us, who came up to me at Pierre's last night in Bridgehampton, Hello. Welcome. Listen, she was like, I'm sorry to bother you. Nobody's, I've said it before. I don't want any friends. I don't like my friends. My friends are so boring. I just want my listeners. Sir, so don't ever apologize for coming up to me. I love all of you. I really do. For really, this isn't, this is not an ego. I am hungover today, but I am, a, I do not take vacation days like Sarah Fraser does. <laughs> I do not. I it's the show has to go on. These are people listening, girl. I have to pay the rent over here. Mama needs to work. Our, I love our listeners, but we need our good mental health. If you're not I know. if you're not healed and yogified, you can't give the people what they want. And a little bit, you know, you don't want to overexpose yourself. People No, love, you don't. People like a little break. They you want you want to leave people wanting more. And that's why I go on vacation, David, because then we get messages that people go, where are you two? I want you. People are not. They were like, we don't want one day a week with Sarah. Where is she? I'm like, don't come after me. She, she, tell her to get off her vacation. Vacations are for the week. I am mental healthing it and getting strong and taking care of my body. Well, and guess what? Back. 
before we get into other people's mental health, um, let me just say that we might have to, this might be our last show together. I might be, well, I might be, I mean, I might have to, should I organize a strike for uh, podcasters? We should get unionized. I love it. That I'm, Bethany, that Bethany girl, she is working in Bethany. overdrive to have a strike for these reality workers, or reality TV people, workers. Um, what do we think about Bethany? Mm-hmm. I'm. It's it's like you say, Sarah. It's like you say you just love her and you can't stand her in the same breath. Bethany to me is, uh, you know, what is it? It's it, she to me is like. Um, Oh, what's that popcorn? Oh, she's like kettle corn to me. I have a very sick, sick relationship with kettle corn where I love it and I start eating it. And then I eat it to the point that I'm sick and I hate kettle corn and it's terrible for your teeth. And it's, you know, it's like too much and you're over it and then you're angry. I Bethany is the kettle corn for me where I see her video and I want to see what she has to say. And sometimes I watch too long and I think I hate Bethany. I can't stand what she has to say. This is very interesting to me. And I want to hear your lawyer hat. I want to hear someone who's run HR. Uh, OPS has worked for Martha Stewart, you know, probably one of, at one time, one of the biggest brands, darling, in the world. Um, I've worked for iHeartRadio. I've worked for Cumulus Radio. I still work for Fox Entertainment and, and Fox 5 DC. And I'm part of sag After Union. <laughs> You know, it pains me sometimes to give Bethany a win, but I think she's 100% right. And one of the things, because you know my love are all these TLC shows, Thousand Pound Sisters, Sister Wives, 90 Day Fiance. I don't know why these people are not calling Bethany, jumping on the bandwagon. You know, people probably don't know this that listen to our show because they love Bravo so much, but TLC shows they're the they are truly the redheaded stepchild of a reality TV. I know for a fact people on Married at First Sight, Thousand Pound Sister. I know people on these shows who are making eight hundred dollars an episode. Do you know? I mean, giving up, giving away exactly what Bethany is saying. Their complete likeness. Total edit control. They get no residuals. That episode can air a bazillion times in other countries. They get nothing in other languages. It can be dubbed over. I mean, TLC stars notoriously get paid nothing. Nothing. I don't know why they're not clamoring to Bethany. If I were a 90-day fiance perpetual person, oh my God. And the control over these people, they have to clear Everything. You don't see that many TLC stars with podcasts with, you know, a lot of them do. um, Oh, what is it? Cameo. You're on cameo. I'm on cameo. They do cameos, um, but they don't do podcasting where you can make a lot of money. Um, All these things they have to get permission for from the network. So I don't know where these people are, but they should be jumping on Bethany's ass because she's right. She's right. I mean, Bravo, I, I feel a little less emp- sympathy for these Bravo women because some of them, New Jersey, as you know, I mean, they've done very, very well. And it seems like Bravo allows them to do a lot more than, let's say, you know, I mean, I, I bet like Snooki and Jersey Shore people, I bet they had oppressive contracts. The Hill, I mean, they well, you know- Wow apparently. Well, first of all, 
let's not give Bravo too much credit. I'm sorry for someone who works with Bravo. And when I say works, I mean, they actually hate me, but they work with me because they want their people to get PR. Yeah, it's a huge show, right? It's a huge show, but they hate me, um, which is okay. I mean, hate, hate away, get in line. Um, I don't know about this. I don't know. Look, tell me, tell me your thought. I, I think it's, I think it is genius. She is 100% correct. Do I think that people, I think the problem is they want to be on TV so badly. Yeah. They're not going to unionize. They're really not. And I think people are so willing now because of things like TikTok and Instagram, and they've shown so much of their life that it's like, oh, if I could get paid. And, you know, the truth of the matter is some TLC stars sell farts in a jar. They're on OnlyFans. I mean, they do make a lot of money from these other things because they appear on television. So I think those people that are making $300,000, $400,000 a year, what incentive do they have to... They should be unionizing, but I don't know that they get it. I mean, that is my whole problem with it. Like, I was on the phone with, like, a 90s icon the other day. Let's not even get into who. And I was like, what's going on? Like, what is that I hear? Because beep, 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 beep. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just, Literally, she's a 90s icon. She's coming up on the show. We've become friends, whatever. She's driving by the 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 strike line. She's like, oh, no, I'm just beeping. Because, like, the people, you know, these are my friends on the picket line. Like, can this work? Like, what is going to happen when Malaya, Malaya Gorga and Josefina Gorga are sitting at home and they're on the picket line? And Brad was like, do you want the two million or not? Sign it. You have to start tomorrow. Malaya Gorga and Josefina, her husband, will drop the picket sign. Will She'll fall. The poor thing will fall, Miss Gorga. She'll be running so fast. She'll cross the picket line and she'll be starting. So when Bethany says, like, we have Spencer Pratt, we have NeNe Leakes, we have Vicky Gumbelson, I I, I want to hear about Teresa, Countess, um, you know, um, Kenya Moore. Give me current people that are working. Marlo Hampton. You tell me Marlo Hampton is going to go on the picket line with you and she's turning down. She should. Drew Sidora. Miss Sidora is going to say no to the peach and she's going to go on a picket line during the divorce with Ralph. Uh, Let me back up. Jizzy Jizz. Jizzy uh, Jizz, your friend from the Potomac. She's going to say no to next season and just go picket. I think... Bethany has a point. I mean, what is the difference between actors and all of this? Granted, you don't have to sign the contract. So there is another school of thought. They are using your likeliness forever. These contracts are very, very oppressive. And I know that you're giving way too much credit to Bravo, but you sign, you have no, you have no say in anything. Like you. I mean, the podcast, I mean, I don't know. Are they all getting approval to do that? I mean, there's a lot of people that come on my show without asking. I mean, so the contract really, the people that follow the contract don't do anything. They really follow the rules. Do you know what I mean? You know, what the talent doesn't realize, right, is they really, there isn't really shit they can do because, you know, about you getting other sources of income, right? There's all kinds of, um, oh my God, what is it? Um, Oh, it depends on the state. It's not like a non-compete, but it's a, yeah, there's like non-compete laws. I mean, you know, it's very hard for them to, I think, 
like they can't really control whether you go on a podcast or not. They can threaten you, but they really can't do jack shit about it. You know, same with you starting a podcast. They can try to dissuade you from doing it. But I think, you know, it's very hard in court for them to prove that you aren't allowed to make an income because a lot of these people, they have kids, they have mortgages, they have other. So they, but I deal with a lot of TLC stars as you do with Bravo stars who fall for that all the time. I can't do this interview. I have to get permission. I don't have permission. It's like, no, you can do anything you want. You know, you're, they are not going to do shit. What they're going to do is send you an e a nasty email. You didn't listen to us, blah, blah, blah. And then they're going to move on with their day and they're not going to give a shit. It's internalized for you, but. It's internalized for you and you get the fines. Like um, Deandra Simmons has told me she's gotten a fine, I think, because of something Mama D said once. Kelly was on my show with it, the hat, you know, uh, Drunk Lives Matter. So, but you're not getting the fine and then paying the check. You're getting the fine and then saying, you just finished the reunion. Here's your extra $100,000. Here's 70. We took 30 out. There's so many things that I'm not even sure, like if you went after them, if it's like, it's, it's this typical bullying mentality. I told yeah. a story on my Patreon recently. I'll tell it here. Maybe we have the whole thing. Like, look, do I get bullied by this network, a certain network all the time? And I say, fuck you. Like, it's the typical bully mentality that we have podcaster with like you know the limp dick in in the corner that gets a call and it's taking down the fucking the the fucking thing because someone says i mean let bravo call me and ask me to take down this episode the answer is no don't even waste your dime so it's the typical bullying mentality and sarah you say of the people or of the business i am of the people don't call me and bully me i love these listeners so I wish that people did, you know, I've been, I've been a member of SAG after for almost 20 years and the benefits are amazing. You're really, you're, you're, yeah, you're guaranteed health insurance. You know, you, you work towards a pension, you know, and she's, Bethany is right. You know, these individuals who are workhorses for a decade, the ninis, they have no retirement except for if they set it up for themselves to show for it. That's insane. You know, they're bigger stars than, can you name half? I mean, you know, any movie, Oppenheimer, right? That's huge right now, or Barbie. All right, aside from the big stars. Margot you know, Robbie, do I get a point Margot. for that? But Margot Robbie has an incredible, fantastic retirement, health insurance, disability, all these things. But even the actors that you don't even know their names in Barbie are getting those benefits, you know, and yet here we have Nene Leakes and Teresa Giudice going on almost two decades on television. They don't have any benefit. They don't have I mean, that's that's a lot. They don't have a long term retirement. I don't know. Did they get covered by Bravo for health insurance? Probably I don't year I round. Don't think Maybe. So. Maybe they get some sort of insurance for the time they're filming. They probably get some, but they don't get, I bet, year-round health insurance. They have to cover that on their own for their families with something else. It's I. She has a point. Listen, she has a point. Look at it. She said one day, you know, we need... Uh, whatever it is, peace in the Middle East. We need supplies on, on on the ground in Puerto Rico, and she figured it out. I mean, I feel the same way. I that's like my model of business. I could do anything if I just took an hour out and figured it out. Two hours, four hours, ten hours. She can do it out of any of these reality stars if someone could, but she has to 
the people have to stick with her. They have to really, I mean, listen, if there is going to be no new season of New Jersey and now we're not going to film uh, the next season of or of the New York City and when it Potomac, the rest of the season after this big smackdown, no one's going to show. If these people stick to it, but they're such fame whores and they're such desperate, desperate people. I'm not trying to be mean, but they're desperate for fame. They're desperate and they're desperate for a dollar. They're not, you, you, you can't cross the picket line. If we can't make Potomac and we can make New York, it doesn't work. If we can't make New York and we can make Orange County, it doesn't work. If every housewife and every Bravo liberty and every thousand pounder and every and Snooky and Snooky and Wow, if everyone just didn't show up to work, yeah, you'd get somewhere. But when Malaya Gorga needs to go open up Envy and get her $2 million and somebody crosses the line, everyone says, I pick on Malaya and Josefina. Okay, Drew Sidora. Okay, does that make you feel better? Tamra Judge, after being fired, her ass was handed to her and she rolled down the hill and had her ass kicked out. She tried to do a CBD business and a podcast with the Tedsta. If they say to Tamra, forget your co-stars, girl. Here's your money. We'll, we'll cast a whole new show. Who somebody's going to cross the picket line, aren't they? I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. I mean, I think you're right. I think, I think, unfortunately, and you know, uh, two more points, and then I, I have a question for you. One is, there's a great. The Obamas did an awesome documentary about unionizing. I can't. It's, I think it's called American Dream. It's so good. People should watch it. And basically, it's about a car manufacturing company in the Midwest. They some employees like Bethany tried to get them to unionize, and essentially they wouldn't because people don't get anymore. The they don't understand like how important a union is because it was such a huge thing back in the 30s and 40s. And SAG after was started in 1930, back when nobody had anything and everybody was being abused. To your point, now you have people at different levels. And I think, unfortunately, because of that, you are going to have the Melissa's. You know, a lot of these people we know live way above their means. I mean, they are banking on that $2 million. And I just don't think that you, I think it's a different time. And I don't think you're going to get people that see the long term for 
the next generation of reality stars and the generation after that. I don't think they see it like they did in the 1930s when everybody was being so abused, which they are now. They just it's it's a different way. And so I don't I, I don't. And well, no, I was going to say, and, you know, these first of all, we've had Fran Drescher on this podcast twice, guys. Go oh. listen to you. Yeah, I've had Fran Drescher. I've had the president. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I had the prior president of SAG after a miss. Gabrielle Carteris. 90210. So listen to Gabrielle's. We talked about SAG. We talked about it with Fran. Um, I congratulated Miss Drescher when she got the uh, position. Um yeah yes and yes i mean here's the difference before we move on actors like it's a craft they love what they do you really you want money and you want fame but the one percent the julia roberts is of the world get that everyone else is just a working stiff you run into them at the bar and you know at craig's when you and i go for the the caesar salad and the meatballs so they have i don't want to insult people this morning guys i'm hungover but they have they have integrity. They it's it's about the work, and of course they want fame and money. But they were working. These reality stars, there's no craft. It's 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 money and it's fame. There's no integrity. So everything you're saying about unionizing and fighting for the next generation, call you know, try to explain that to Tamrat. She's a little rat scurrying around. Try to explain that to her. Try to explain that to Emily Simpson, who just wants to be on the TV so bad and has been given this beautiful opportunity of a lifetime, which uh, I don't want to see your minivan. I say it all the time, girl. Um, Try to explain that. I don't think they care. I think you're, you're, you're knocking, girl, but there's nobody home. They want the check to clear, and they don't think that way. Um, one final question. What did you think of Nene Leak's response to Bethany's video where Nene basically just said, y'all are hitting me up. You want me to respond to Nene's call to unionize. And basically it was a non-answer. It was a, it was an answer in that she says, Bethany is going to be taken much more seriously than I am. And essentially alluding to the fact that Bethany is white, Nene is black and uh, best of luck to Bethany, really. Um, and that Nini said, you know, I've been saying these things and shedding light and trying to tell you guys for years, but nobody, you know, people think of me as full of shit, doubt me because I'm a black woman. And here is Bethany. So good luck. Maybe she can resonate. What, what did you think about that response? Man, you are going deep this morning. You're giving a shout out to the Obamas. I mean, this is a political show here. We're going to get into race relations. Um, that documentary is so good i'm gonna pass on that documentary but i appreciate your political stance this morning i'm gonna take a pass but i wish american factory american factory it's really good yeah that's it's i'm just gonna go back to bed afterwards with my hangover um but nini has been saying she's she has a point she's been saying for a long time you know that like you're using my likeliness and what's the difference between what we do? I mean, that's just, it's look, I have such mixed feelings about all of this. You sign the contract. You don't have to sign it. Do I think the big bad corporation, I mean, you, you read that thing with SAG after where they're like, whoever said it, the studio head or some anonymous person is like, we're going to, they're going to lose their houses. They're not going to pay rent. They're not going to pay their mortgages. They're going to be out on the streets. We're going to keep going until you can't afford your life. So 
Look, it's a big, I mean, I think the bigger issue is people are saying, I mean, so I think Nini has a point. Let me just answer that question. I think, I don't know. I mean, are people taking Bethany more seriously than Nini? Probably. I mean, is that because of race? I don't know. I mean, it's the time. The problem I have with Bethany too, is she does make it all about herself. She's talking and then she's like, let me explain to you about the Bethany clause. Now, granted, there was an interview where she was asked about it, but it's like, and she just, she slips in those things of like, you know, listen, this isn't for me. I mean, I have more money than all these reality stars put together. Like I have, I mean, I sold the company I mean, it's rumored 120 million. I mean, girl, I'm fine. I mean, I've invested that in Brent is fine. And like, we are fine. I have Hermes on. So like, don't worry about me. This isn't for me. Cause I'm like so fucking rich. You know, I just had John podcast. That was, you know, did it. so I like what she's doing, but girl, just, shh, shh, it's not about you, you know? Um, no, I agreed. I agreed with with Nini on the video. I think, and I'm not saying that Nini didn't have a case. What I'm saying about this is, I think what hurt Nini is she didn't get a victory in her. You know, I think if Nini had won that, you know, because it's it's been, I believe, what was it dismissed the racist uh, lawsuit against um, Bravo. It's over. But it's not final because there's one other piece that they have yet to settle. So hopefully she wins that. I think that would bring her a lot of credibility. I think that's the downside, right? Is like we never really knew the inner workings because it never went to trial of what the degree of abuse was, right? Or work toxic workplace. We we know these alleged racist allegations. Now, some of them were against like Kim Zolciak. You know, they were against not Bravo executives, but these other individuals, right? And she's then, good with Kim. Yeah, but she she used that in the lawsuit, basically saying they allowed Kim to make racist things, racist comments about her and never stopped it. So it's like, I think that's where people are conflicted, right? About Nini's point. And- don't you? I mean, I think that's kind of the hard part. I'm not saying it didn't happen and it's not true. And then you had somebody like Candy come forward and say, you know, Candy basically said Nini's full of shit. She never witnessed any racism with Bravo. And in fact, Candy alleges that Nini was racist towards Candy. So I think that hurt Nini's credibility because if she had won, I think that was that would be a real feather in her cap to say, look, I told you guys, and this was true. And here, don't you think? And sh- you the her? thing is, though, she'll never win unless this goes to trial. I mean, whatever went away, if money was exchanged, whatever it was, there will never be a document signed that says, we admit that we were racist. And here's your, you know, that will never happen. So my thoughts are that little piece that's lingering or whatever. I mean, I don't know if she got money. It's just if Nini wants that victory of like Bravo has engaged in racist tactics, she will literally have to go walk into the courtroom. So someone's either doing that for free or she needs $500,000 to put out to a lawyer. To walk. There will never be a settlement with Bravo where a document is signed that says, Shh, we're not releasing the statements to the public and we admit that we did this or that part's never happening. It will literally never happen. It will bring down the whole NBC Universal. So that's the part they will fight to the end. So I don't know how this went away. Or I imagine Nini ran out of money. I've said before, I think the whole thing, I'm not a fan of her lawsuit. That's me. Everyone claims racism. Go ahead. Y'all hate me. 
We're all wrong, but I don't care. Um, can I just say one more thing? Please, please. This is fascinating. People are saying like, oh, you know, this is Bethany's like really drawing the line. Bravo and Andy, she's coming after them, but she didn't sue them. So I do still think just because we're on Nene, Nene is on the do not use list. Carol Raswell, because she's so, there's so much there is on the do not use list. I, I still think Bravo would take Bethany back like within one minute of this podcast ending today. She has spoken out against Andy and Bravo and it, all that doesn't matter, guys. They would take, if Bethany wants to appear on the next Roni girls trip, legacy, legacy loser, whatever Ramona calls it. And she wants to call up with Jill Zarin, her new best friend. I love you, Jill. Jill, I love you. I really do love you. I know you're listening. I love Jill. I have nothing bad to say about her. Um, they would take Bethany back. So I don't think this is if people are like, oh, my God, and she's going against Bravo. Yeah, not really. Bethany dated a video about Andy Cohen and, and unionizing, which was such a about Andy, not about Andy uh, video, where she basically just says, you know, she and Andy have been very good friends for a very long time. And yes, they disagree on things. And when she goes on his show, she's bamboozled. But you take a few hits, you promote what you're wanting to promote. And, you know, but the, it was still like not really attacking Andy. And the thing that the whole point of this sag after thing is these executives, including Andy Cohen, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. He's very talented. And so are, you know, so is, so is Ted Sarandos, who runs Netflix. You know, they're very talented in many, many ways, but they are making enormous salaries and they are not used to giving up anything. And those individuals have complete health insurance, huge retirements, enormous salaries, incredible protections. And, you know, she just, she never really criticizes Andy. It's kind of this like, oh, I'm coming for you. And then, you know, it never really happens. I think she likes Andy. I think both she and Andy are cut from the same cloth. They're business people, you know, they're, they're big time executives and um, big time executives do not want to pay people in any industry. You know, this you've, you've worked for them. Why would they, that's capitalism. How can I make as much money as possible and keeping my overhead costs as low as possible? And people are disposable in these businesses. So this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. Yep, while you're listening to me talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode is brought to you by the Disney Bundle. 
Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new exciting movies and series, all for one low price. On Disney Plus, join the ranks of Captain Marvel, Captain Monica Rambo, and Ms. Marvel as they team up to save the universe in Marvel Studios' The Marvels and embark on an adventure into the futuristic world of Iwaju. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone, in the award-winning film Poor Things. And school is back in session for the beloved teachers of Abbott Elementary. The Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. They're better together. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Hop, hop, hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? I'm with her. I think you're correct. She's knocking at a door. Ain't nobody home. And uh, it's too bad. But maybe we'll be wrong and maybe people will get on board and the reality TV space will change. I mean, you mean to tell me the Grand Dame is not going to cross the picket line for her 60th birthday and go get another, you know, procedure done just because in the future. And by the way, do you know what Bethany is saying? Do you know what? Let's boil it all down before we move on. Okay. So I do not think Bethany burned her Bravo ties. No, she never and, does. She's very tactical, <laughs> genius. You know what Bethany is saying? Let's just strip it away. She's saying David Yontef and Sarah Fraser were right 10 years ago. Because Bethany is now talking, I have a network. I have my own YouTube. I have this. She's basically saying, I now can do it on my own. Yeah, you sold the company. You have the money. Sarah Fraser and David Yontef have been doing it on their own since day one. So we own our own shit. When someone wants to use my, oh, the Randall scandal, you you want my little videos on YouTube, whatever it is, when someone wants to use my content, you better call me and you. I, I'm going to give you the routing number and I'm going to give you the bank account. And if not, I'm coming after you. No, I mean, I <sighs> think that a lesson for our viewers because a lot of them want to start podcasts or have podcasts. Own your own shit and do not sell it do not sell it unless you are getting something in perpetuity for years and years, you know, I mean, or I like had, I had another nasty punk podcaster like years ago, try to come after and use my, my, my likeliness, this okay. little nasty bitch. I had to sue the bitch. You know what I mean? Like you can't use someone's like face and name. And, and by the way, David and Sarah do consulting. Really? I do consulting on the side. I mean, my rates have gone up because I'm so busy, but we do rates. Sarah and I talk all the time. If we wanted to reinvent ourselves in another life and there were money, we talk all the time. We would start a podcast network. We would have all these people under us on our network. I'm not kidding you. How many people are friends of mine that are famous? I have three right now that I have to spend a lot of time with because I've helped them start podcasts. I mean, you should be on my network. It should be on the David Yontef, Sarah Fraser network. And I mean, I literally, now granted, they've done things for me and helped me get guests because they're very famous people. But three, it's like every other day, shit, how do I get ads? How do I do? This is no ego. It's literally you and I could start a podcast network with a hundred podcasts under us. We know how to do ads, editing, marketing. This is just what we do. 
and I really, and this is no bragging when I tell you I have three famous people that call me in the middle of the fucking 24 hours a day, this, that, ads, guests, do I'm mad at this and that. I'm like, oh my God, like this is, I, I got to start charging money here. This is, it's too much people. Too much. I'm being like Bethany now. I just criticized her for making it about herself. And here I go. Shame on you, David. Um, Look, I wish her the luck, but you do it on your own, guys. Own your shit. Don't let anyone use your, your likeliness. And if you do, <laughs> and if you want to start a podcast, Sarah and I have rates. We really will help counsel you. Really. This is what we could. And yeah, you need you need a lot of counseling now. And even people with existing shows. I mean, it's yeah, there's so many tricks to the trade that people don't know. There's so many things to make. You know, people, people have been doing these podcasts for years and they're not making a nickel. I mean, that's insane. You know, let me tell you a story. I'm the good. Let me before we move on. Uh, somebody see. told me on a network that I know. I I, I can't. It's not, the it, it, facts are not important. But there's somebody on a network who said they're about to get a major housewife. I don't need to mention who. I'm an East Coast girl, so we all. I like to focus on the East Coast. There's a it's this housewife. It's this person's name is so huge in the world. And they're like, yeah, this person's, she's coming over to our network. She makes no money. I'm like, what? Like, how is she making no money on her podcast? If she makes like a dollar, I'm like, what? Like 99% of the people, no, 100% of the world would say, we know who that is. And we have no idea who fucking David Yontef is. (laughs) And it's a huge name. And I'm like, what do you mean she makes no money? Sarah, we should have a whole fucking network. Forget this on-air shit. We should never be heard from again. And we should just go behind the scenes and start a network and take a percentage of everyone. And just behind the scenes, I'll get you press. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll get you ads. This is what I should do with my life. You want to cancel me? You people want to cancel me? Suck my 10-incher. Suck it. Put your knee pads on. Suck my 10-incher and cancel me because my next act is already planned. You 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 got me riled up, girl. You got me riled up. I feel like you're the Dave Portnoy of gay men. And you I know, am. let's launch the um, you know, podcast gayish um mom version of Barstool Sports. Let's do it. You're let's do well. it. Dave Portnoy is saying that Sonia is a gross old hag and he doesn't want to fuck her. And ah. I'll be and I'll and I'll say other things. I mean, I, I didn't say that, guys. Don't come after me. Dave Portnoy said it. Dave would fuck her. He's so full of shit. You I think mean, he's so? a very hot gr- girlfriend that I love following on TikTok. And she's very I don't know. I really don't, don't think, think Dave Portnoy would fuck. Her. Well, um, yeah, probably not. Dave's in I the think other. Dave Portnoy, yeah, I was gonna say I think he would fuck Ariana Grande. I think he would like to get with, I don't know, probably maybe even Taylor Swift, but I don't really know. I don't think he would go for Miss Morgan, to be very honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um I'm okay with that, Miss Morgan, too. We all know that. Can I tell I you something that. else? I mean, God, we have we've we had have a time for- yeah, we, we have time for one more story. Okay, let's make it. I mean, this Lucy Lucy apple juice needs to move over because we got a new star in town and his name is Graham. Graham Kennedy. Mr. J- this this Graham has become, is given Lucy Lucy apple yeah. juice and Jiggy. We have a new first dog of Bravo, girl. Really? I don't know how much more longer Graham's going to be alive. Don't you feel like Graham is going to be euthanized here? And <laughs> I mean, all my dog lovers, but this dog sounds like a nightmare. Listen, 
Uh, so what's well, we like, let's just boil down the facts. We've learned. And when I say the facts, okay, Sarah, you got to fill me in because when I see the word Graham, my eyes close and I go to sleep. I, I guys, I like Sharpays. I like mini chows. I'm not getting a dog. I, I don't give a fuck about okay, this wait, story. Let's back up. This dog, by the way, that you're referring to, the dog is named Graham. And it was the dog that Raquel and James Kennedy shared together. And it's a golden doodle. You guys all know what these golden doodles look like. It's like a golden retriever slash... Um, poodle? Poodle. Oh, and God. It has that like short curly hair. It's golden, yada, yada. Okay. So, you know, the big controversy this week has been is Laura... Raquel, I guess, who's going by Rachel now, Rachel's mom came out and said that because the tabloids have picked up that Graham has been rehomed now to Vanderpump dogs after like going from shelter to shelter. So Laura comes out and makes a statement and says, look, we didn't want to do this when Raquel, when Rachel went away to rehab or mental health graham came with us graham had bitten people prior we put him in this special training he bit me to the bone he bit people in this special training special training said we can't help him they rehome him to a woman (laughs) he bites that woman she gives him back to a shelter they find out it's in a shelter they call lisa vanderpump dogs and now apparently vanderpump dogs has graham and is trying to rehome him for the umpteenth time um, and after this, I believe, I'm not sure if it was the training center, but one of these shelters or the training center had advised Laura, you need to put the dog down because it's bitten so many people. It doesn't seem to be trainable. They don't want to do that. They're devastated. Down. I don't know how no one's been sued by this grand dog that's like bitten people to the bone. I mean, I, Hello. Not only that, but usually, you know, only it takes one person to call animal control services and say a dog has bit me. Here's the hospital report. And usually it's like demanded that the like the dog is just euthanized. They they have the right to take the dog and euthanize the dog. So I don't know how Graham is still walking this earth. He is, certainly. And, you know, I don't know. Do we believe? I guess maybe they'll just keep him at Lisa Vanderpump's shelter for the rest of his life. I don't know. Okay, first of all, there's so much to say. First of all, you people, all of you people say I'm so nasty and cold and and you want me to get a dog and like kids. I mean, in in what world do I want something in my house that is going to bite me. Yes, I am afraid of dogs. I don't like them. If you're swinging your arm in front of a dog's mouth, it's probably going to get fucking bit off. This is the shit that I don't like. And you people want to know why. Why Why don't I want a dog? This is why. This is why. Now, second of all, why is no one making the joke that it's that? I mean, this Graham Kennedy takes after his data after his dad at James. We have this guy storming off the reunion and, and, and this and that and pasta and all this other shit. This Graham takes after his data, James. Third of all, I mean, what are, so now people hate Rachel because I've gotten the comments that like, that's it. They're done with Rachel. How dare she? So they're saying like she should have given it back to the data. Well, is the data has been reunited with Graham, but James and Allie are not taking this dog. Is that what's happening? Sarah's reading something and is like, but I well, mean, is, is that what's happening? Is it with Vanderpump dogs? It's not. I mean, if James is such a big, you know, the, the, the DJ James Kennedy, he's the white Kanye and he's the biggest DJ in the world, according to him. I mean, hello, I'm going to hire Paul E.D. Um, why isn't he taking the thing back, the dog? 
Great. Actually, that's a really good. I was just looking that up. I because he was reunited with the dog. That. I mean, he cried on the damn TV over Graham and he was upset that he couldn't see the thing. So why can't why can't he take him back? I mean, I don't know. People are now using this as a reason to hate on Rachel. And I just am going to say it. I don't hate Rachel. I don't hate Rachel. I, so add that to the list of reasons you hate wait, me. Wait, maybe has he been rehomed with with James? Probably. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. You've got to follow through on that one, Sarah. I think so. I mean, I got to follow through too. I'm okay, wait, wait, wait. No, I believe now the dog is with James Kennedy because <sighs> James Kennedy just put on good point. Good point. So Thank you. James Kennedy, his most recent Instagram post post is look who made his way back home, back into my life. I'll take care of you forever. And I love oh. See, that's what I thought. He loves the kid. Um, so there you have it. Now, when the, this will be interesting. I'll be curious to see if James Kennedy has Graham in a year. But what? Um, listen, if he's going to bite Allie's little fingers, I don't think that's going to work. But that's what I thought. So, I mean, this is what James wanted. He got it. I mean, look, when you are having a complete mental breakdown and you are in a facility and we could get into the validity of why you're there and all this another time because, guys, the clock is ticking and we don't have time. But I just don't think, like, Raquel's parents are, like, our daughter's involved in a national scandal, really. Yeah, and now really. we have to call. We're going to go track down James Kennedy. I mean, I see why you might get to James. I get the logic. But I'm not sure that it all adds up when the dog is biting your hand off. I don't really, we're now villainizing Rachel for something else. I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm not that outraged. I don't hate Rachel. I'd like Rachel to come back to Vanderpump Rules, which we'll talk about the next show because I really want to see what she's up to. And uh, yeah, we have another, you know, I'm not really, but um, I'm not sure I also care. I mean, I, I'm not spending a year like this. Graham cannot be the new Lucy Lucy apple juice to me. We can't be talking about this a year from now, can we? I mean, you can- yeah, yeah. This could be the latest drama on the entire season. You think it can't possibly be about this dog, but they love dogs. They love fighting over cakes. Cameras are up, girl. Cameras, Cameras are up. Cameras are you up. know what? This could be Graham could be the star. Which really gets into, I just had my good friend Melissa Rivers on, and she really is a good friend. Um, How long are we getting? I mean, look, there's stuff going on on Vanderpump, but I don't know. A lot of people are like, I watched the reunion. I'll watch a little bit of it. I'm not sure we have a lot more scandal in us. Like, do you know what I mean? Like this, I'm not sure this can... All right. I mean, we should get into that next episode because we have, you know, the latest with Raquel. Is she filming? Is she not? But I mean, that you make a you make a fantastic point. Is are we going to be able to keep the momentum? And isn't it interesting? I want to know your your thoughts next episode too about Ariana. I mean, fully returning. So I, I really okay. We got to get and I, I want next episode. I want to talk about Sheena Shea getting all this hate for doing her job. So we got a lot of Vanderpump to get into. We got a lot of Erica Jane to get into. Oh, victims and man. And by the way, you and I haven't even dived deep into Croy and Kim getting back together. Hello, we've had so many other things taking over. Do you know what I think? What? I think because. Oh wait! You- wait save it! Save it! Okay, one thing. I think because you believe in vacations and you took your little vacation up there in Maine or Michigan, I think we should go to three shows a week for a minute. There's a lot to... I thought you were going to drop like a Kim and Corey. No, 
there's God. a lot to cover, Sarah. I think because you took a vacation, you have to make it up You're to these crazy. listeners. And we got to do three shows a week. I'm sorry. The people have spoken, girl. There's a lot to cover here. Love, um, bye, David. We, we will discuss later on at the Sarah Fraser show. That's where you can follow. And next, um, next time, I also want to talk to you about my cashmere I got for $150. Quince.com slash velvet rope and TS. Quince.com slash TSFS. Let's talk about it. Okay, next time. Bye. Bye, honey.